jumping to cut my nails. It's called the Maxifier. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it is. You know what time it is. I thought we were on the Truman Show then. Caesar and the Publican Time. I am your co-host, Caesar, with my other co-host, the Denial Hurley Publican. How are you, mate? I'm all right, mate. How are you getting on? I'm good. It's a big game of footy on this weekend on Friday night in Adelaide. I'm looking forward to that. There's a couple of good ones in the weekend gone by. Can you be quiet, bartender? Got, got a bloke bringing us in drinks, and you would have thought he was kicking the door. Just down be thankful you're getting a drink, mate. Yeah, I will. Um, big, big weekend of footy. Not exactly close games, but a couple of good results. Which uh, funny when the closest one that looked like being close, but then blew out to over three goals in the end. When uh, well, at halftime, we're talking about Carlton. When, when the mob with the most delusional supporters in the league. You have a go at their supporters more than their actual club. Yeah, their supporters are dicks. Ooh, careful. Why? We're run by the mafia. We don't want to piss oh. them off. Oh. Oh, They're all dead. They all shot themselves. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, before we get assassinated, um, what was your what, what did you think of the footy this week, mate? You had a had a good little um, couple of same game multis you had to get up, did you? Nah. That's right, I knew you didn't. <laughs> I've got one. Yeah, I've got a couple of bad beat stories, but no one, no one cares. So I reckon there's people all around the country that were filthy when Roy Laird got subbed off, and then also Jacob Hopper didn't get a touch after halftime. That's because he was injured. Yeah, he broke his leg. Useless prick. Like, seriously, get out there, have a hobble around, and get another eight posies oh. and get some same-game multis for people. Well, what about Jack Darling? What did he do? Played the game out with a broken arm. Oh, bloody West Coast. Just another injury. Just another injury. We'll get to West to, Coast. To, to a no-name player. Look. There's, there's West Coast woes, we'll call it. Should we call it the West Coast woes that no one's really talking about? All those in favour of calling it West Coast woes. <laughs> Say I. I. The eyes have it. The eyes have it. Um, <clears throat> well, let's just jump straight into it because there was a game there that if you are a Fruit Tingle supporter... Oh, there was some tingling going on and it wasn't around your fingers or your hair. It was in your pants because they produced a, uh, a performance which we were talking about earlier. It didn't surprise me because I think St Kilda is useless as a bucket full of piss. So um, they have been overrated all year. But Adelaide made them look second rate from the moment that ball went up. I was trying to think today. Don't do something too difficult. Oh, fuck off. Um, I was trying to think today. I can't remember. I'm sure there was blues made by Crows players, but mm. I can't remember any negative. Like, just full on all day. They just I think there was twelve blokes that had twenty possessions. Well, I think uh, St Kilda got found out. You pressure the fuck out of them. They folded like a cheap tent <laughs> on your Ross. Well, do not pass go, do not collect $200 and fuck off back to my rabbin. <laughs> the talk in the first five or six weeks was how good are all these new coaches? Well, they're all starting to drop off. The Ever since they had a few articles written about the new coaches that got records of four and one and five and zip, 
I don't. I think they've won one game between the four of them in the last for yeah. four weeks. In pre-season, I said there was still a question mark over Rama and Nixie, but uh, I've probably. probably uh, I'm, look, I'll give Nixie some credit. Players have got to play the way the coaches coach. But do you know who should be getting a fucking apology? Reedy. Oh. The guy had been hammered from Villa de Post. We spoke about it a few weeks ago. And Hamish Ogilvy. Hamish Ogilvy. He, he copped his share as Reedy. well. I spoke to someone the other way. They go, oh, but the Crows list. Is, look, they're playing above themselves. They're not getting that No good. such thing. Um, any danger of actually saying, no, the list is a little better than everyone gives it fucking credit for? And tell you what, that bloke peddler... Ooh. Whoever made that decision, the was he eleven? Thirteen uh, th- or fourteen, I think. But, but, but injured. top fifteen hadn't played a game in his under eighteen year. We know when they pick him and they have the the little thing underneath. It's like draft bolter. Yeah. So I think maybe did Crows live trade to get up to get him? No. Uh, I can't. They they wanted peddler. Yeah. And people were like, oh shit, he he may have done this that. He's now starting to show why they wanted him. He's he's still for the first time went into the guts all last year. For the first time went in the guts on Sunday for six centre bounces, three clearances. It's a fair record. Yeah, fifty percent strike rate. And what about the pickup? Oh Just, yeah, I had to watch that about three times before I worked out exactly. I was pouring a wine. I was pouring a wine. Sound like a real crow's fuckwit. I was pouring Chardonnay? a wine. At, nah. It was a red, put me to sleep. Did you have an apricot slice Can with you it? let me fucking say it? Huh? Um, and then, then my brother, who's my young, younger brother, doesn't listen to this, so it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> he, he's going, oh, the pickup! Oh, the pickup! You've got to watch this pickup! I was like, oh, whatever. And I watched it and I thought, Ooh. oh, yeah, that was worthy. I can see why you feel to jocks. Um, yeah, the pickup and, and, and snap and goal. Um, oh, what about the dog on Lino? That's how you want... McHenry. Yeah, that's how you want if to, pe- like... If people don't know, that's a nickname. We were someone... We're not going to say who gave him that nickname, but the nickname made us giggle a lot because if you actually picture a little Jack Russell on Lino trying to run as fast as he can, putting McHenry's head on him, and that's yeah. what he is, the dog on Lino. For a bloke that starts at the sub, comes on in the last quarter, has 13 and kicks a goal, is that not how you want your sub to play? Is that not a... Super slob. Yeah. Actually, before we go... Maybe, in, maybe uh, made a rod for his own back. There's a little bit more we'll talk about Adelaide, but um, the speaking of subs, when, when are the three are going to go right? We've got a we've got a dual Brownlow medalist, former captain, superstar of the club, and we're bringing him on in the last quarter as a sub every fucking week? Give uh, me a spell. Spell. When you say every week... The last two weeks. Yeah. So won't, won't happen next week. Who knows? But oh, I, I, I'm just saying that's my prediction for next week. Won't happen next week. Well, you've got a 1 in 22 chance of being... You've got a 20 to <laughs> 21 in 22 chance of being correct. I have the 1 in 22 chance of being incorrect. So if he is sub again, that's laughable. He might, if he's sub again, he might request a trade. I think he could have uh, already made that assumption. You'd get a game for West Coast at the moment. You'd get a fucking game for West Coast at the moment. I reckon oh, any, anyone that can move at a one kilometre hour speed would probably get a game because they don't have anyone on their list. Anyway, we'll get to West Coast Woes because we can still talk about Adelaide for a little bit, can't we? Can we? Can we? Parnell. 
Rocket up his ass. Yep. Toyota rewarded him with a car yesterday down the club. If you haven't seen it, go to Adelaide's Instagram page. It's, it's hilarious, but also fucking cruel. He, at the end, so what they did is... Don't give it away. They can just go to the... Nah, we can talk about it. Okay. They said, look, Toyota's a sponsor, um, and they thought his mark was that good. They don't give a car out for Mark of the Year anymore, but Toyota wanted to give you something special, mate, because uh, they think that's Mark of the Year. And you can see the little fella. And if you've seen him in real life, he looks like he's 14.4. He's starting point to get four. A, a point, and then I never that, saw the .4. And then they've, take that, they've reeled in one of those electric Toyota cars. Like a kid's car to sit in, and he was genuinely devastated. Like his face, he, he's like, yeah, and then he actually I says, love the comment at I the end of the video. Thought I, was I thought I was getting a car. I thought I was getting a car. So go have a look, it's hilarious. But, um, Parnell, great grab. There seems to be one a week now, which is actually one that you go, whoa. I saw one bloke that uh, heard one bloke that Himmelberg's didn't, so. didn't rate it. Who didn't rate it? Your mate Malcolm Blight. Ah, oh, hands in the back. Hadn't been a rule for five years, Malcolm. Oh, no. Catch up, you imbecile. Malcolm Blight didn't like it. No. He, he thought it was a free kick. Yeah, hands in the back. Not a good mark. Needs a scan. He's got dementia. Won't find anything. That's ridiculous. He thinks it's a free kick. Can't believe Hutchie so, swing so we're, gonna, so we're going to take out everything good about the game. We've taken out the bump, yep. the tackle. We're, we almost took out the spoil. Now you want to take out the fucking hanger. Mm. Well, so did you last week. Excuse me? Trying to argue with me. Oh, what happens if a bloke gets knocked out when, when you take a hanger on his head? I was just trying to make you. I was trying to bait you. And oh, just guess what? It worked. Caught a marlin. So, <coughs> can we talk about any more about the crows? We could, but we will We'll get back to them. We'll get back. We'll, we'll come back. Because I'll turn anything into a crows conversation. Because as we that. do, we want to talk about footy without a filter, like every Joe Schmo at the local bar would be talking. And I can tell you what, there's a couple of bars in Ligon Street or a couple of... A couple of little um, uh, ale houses around the Carlton area. That they'd be talking about, like, we're going to say right now, what the fuck is going on? Because they all thought that they were not only going to be a finalist, but a top four push for a flag, and they do not look like making anything. See, so, you know, I think, I think Carlton are where they are. I said they wouldn't make the finals. They're just living up to where, just because I'm I, realistic about them and... I thought they'd go just even just one game better to make the eight. Lisa Carlton supporters <coughs> love their love their club. They turn on in a car beat, but <laughs> but at least they love it. Love Look, them. The one the ones that have got no excuse is the Melbourne media. What do you mean? The the already had presented Carlton with a cup. <laughs> their Brownlow medalist is, is a fraud. He's lazy. His his stats when it. His stats went need on the weekend. He was not there. Lazy. Running back the other way. He hasn't been. Slow as a wet week. Um, thinks, thinks he's John O'Brien when it, with his strut. Even though they got within... I, I tipped Carlton. I thought they would respond. Um, which they did in third quarter, but it was when you're trying to chase down a bit. How good, was it, how good was it in the last quarter when they hit the front, though? And all their supporters thought they were going to win. <laughs> And then they're like, that, was, that was my favourite bit. <laughs> You're an arsehole. Um, the, the glaring issue, which we have spoken about a few weeks, um, is the Mackay issue. Oh. Now, if you're marking it, you're not even 45 out. He was all, slightly off being dead in front, 35 out, and in, instinctively turned his body to kick around the body. 
I was like, what is this fucking Nuffy doing? Is he is is he got has he got a bet with someone how many round the body goals he can kick? And they him? were trying to say that they wanted the other brother that never plays as well. But then he kicks it and he middles the shit out of it and kicks it out on the full. Three times they bellied it. But they're trying to kick around the corner. Um I'm gonna Mot- say Motlop did it once. I'm, as gonna, well. I'm gonna call something here that people would think is ludicrous. I'd be saying to Mackay, You can go have a go in the resis. Go back to VFL for a week. Get your confidence back. No kicking around the body. I don't care if you kick six goals, 28, but you make sure every yeah. one of them is a drop, drop punt on game day. Yep. So drop punt in on <coughs> at the at training. So I'm going to mean fuck all. Yep. We want you to kick drop punts game day. Yep. Look at Fogarty. Fogarty didn't even flinch at against Hawthorne down at um, down at wherever that goat pumping place. York Tasmania. Park. Um, York Park lawn system. York Park. Yeah. Is it really called is, that? Is the actual name of the Oval. He U- didn't Utah's Stadium at the moment, I think. He didn't even think, I'm going to try and check here this, I'm going to nah. run around. And he did it again in Adelaide, on yep. the boundary, drop punt. And people go, oh, but the stats show the round the body works. Yeah, it might for some players. Yep. But players who lack players in confidence... Players that can actually kick. But players who lack in confidence, it just tries to mask what the issue is. Yep. And that's you mentally not going through a proper routine and everything. Matty Lloyd... I, I can't understand when um, St Kilda, when King had that issue, Madness. and they wouldn't let Matt Lloyd come in when he's like, I want Lloyd to come in. I want, I want pretty and much the, most, the, player, the best set shot to come in and help The me. player who had a relationship with this bloke, coached him at school. Yeah. So he's already got a relationship. Lloyd was happy to come. Do you know what I'd be doing if I was Lloyd? <laughs> I'd be going, right, I'm going to contact five of the shittest set shots in the AFL and go, right, boys. I'm going to do a little... I'll come in. I'm going to start... If you follow my direction... I'm going to make you all Coleman medalists in the matter of 24 months. And legitimately, Ben King. Yep. And his brother. uh, His brother's probably better on the Gold Coast, although he does get the yips. Is that Ben or... What are their names? Max. Max. Ben and Max. Max is on the Gold Coast, isn't he? No idea. Can never tell them apart. Let's call him Gold Coast King. Yep. And uh, Saints King. So Saints King. Gold King and Saint Kil- Gold King and Saint, Saint Kinger. Kinger. Saint Kinger. Both of them have the yips, more so the Saint Kilda one, probably because he's been playing a bit more. But you could have Lloydy that would absolutely fix that in a heartbeat because he knows, he knows how to kick them and uh, he knows what to do when you're lining up. And Mackay is in that bracket. He should be saying, Lloydy, help me. Yep. Or, I don't know. Who's another champion full four that your club had? The Loosh. I don't, I, I don't the know. The Loosh. Hold on. Get stop, the Loosh down stop, there. Stop, 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 stop. I wouldn't. The club The club wouldn't have access to the, one of the goat goal kickers of all time. Of course they do. Get the Loosh down there. Favola. Yeah, the Favolution. Did you hear Favola the other week talking yes. about when he, um, before, what was he in school? Or in under-18s playing for Vic Metro? Um, and oh, who was it that was teaching him a kick for goal? Um, not Dunstall. Was no, it? was it? No, I think it was Ross. Ross Lyon. Yeah, when Ross he was Lyon. at Carlton. When it, Carlton Rezies. Yeah. So Ross Lyon, who we're about to hammer, <laughs> Ross Lyon was for Vola's Rezies coach, and he said, "What are you doing, kicking for goal?" Because he had the yips. He was kicking behinds everywhere. He said, "Mate, it looks like you're making soup." Yeah. Stir- he said, "Looks like you're making soup." Because he said, "I walked in. I was swinging my hands around." He said, "Mate, hold the ball steady." Kick one-handed, he said, because that's all you're going to be doing when you kick it out. And he said, he goes, I kicked 100 goal one-handed. But he said, I can't. And he goes, I didn't miss. But then I said, what am I going to do on game day? I can't kick it one-handed. He said, you use the other hand. And you watch 
He literally and, holds and it that, under and he, he literally balances and, it with the other And hand. I always thought during his playing career, like, weirdest thing because the left hand was so high on the ball. It was just so different, yeah. yeah. But if you actually, I went and tried yeah. it and I was like, how can I kick better? And I started doing it I'm like, fuck, it does go straighter because you're not, and it's just you're just realising that that left, if you're left footed, the left hand is what's dropping it. The right yeah. hand just holds the ball yeah. steady. So, um, yeah, I, I can't understand how a guy of, and even Kerno is not exactly the best kicker goal. He's better than Mackay, but you've got two Coleman medalists. Okay, one Coleman medalist. Was two like, fake Coleman medalists. Well, Kerno's not fake. But uh, absolutely he, fake. He did it in a normal season. Did yeah, it last year. Still, still fake. See, this is where you lose credibility. Why? Uh, when did I ever have credibility? Clearly not. You can't call it a fake Coleman. Yeah, I can. Anyway. A bloke like him should have never won a Coleman. Why? No good. You've lost you. You are an idiot. Plays for Colton. You give this podcast a bad name sometimes with that jargon. Jargon? <laughs> Dribble? Dribble. Bullshit. Shit show. Um... Ross the boss, though, he's come back to earth with a thud. <sighs> is, a couple of, is that a close loss, a big loss? Uh, what, two what? close losses. When? Uh, no, no, I'm talking around the last couple of weeks. So he lost oh, to Port sorry. Close. I was just, just talking ju- about the whole just season. Just got over the line against North Melbourne, yep. who a decent fart could knock them over. <laughs> um, and then uh, has, has been belted by Adelaide. Belted? Belted. Like, it was a belting. They haven't... Oh. So the most they'd had scored against him, I think, was 66 points. The bloody Sunday Mail had um, Rowan Marshall second best on the ground. Come again? He, uh, allegedly, the Sunday Mail had Rowan Marshall second best on the ground. You haven't seen it, have you? No, someone told me in the bar today. <laughs> and don't, I, don't listen to the bar flies. He was sober at the time. <laughs> well, 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 are we getting... I mean, we can't hammer Ross, but he's come back to earth. He's going to have to um, go back into his bag of tricks and find something because I think Port Adelaide showed it, and I'll give Port Adelaide credit, and I said it before the game too, and you remember me saying it? Yeah, all credit to me. Pressure pr- pressure football and St Kilda will crumble, and fuck, the last few weeks, they've crumbled like a Sayo biscuit on a winter's day. Um, <laughs> Another great Caesar <laughs> analogy right there. I'm going to whip them all out. What did you think of Sydney's another lacklustre performance against a side that really at home in Frio's form should have beaten and probably had a, had and a win that they needed? And Frio definitely had a win they needed and they've been, best case scenario, ordinary. Who, Frio? Yeah. Oh, but Frio no good. Like, Got no forward line. No. Um, and then Jackson's kicked a couple this week. Yeah. But he's still not your permanent forward that they need. No. Because he rucked half the game with Darcy. So, um, A little whisper that the Cats are looking at Darcy. Imagine how fat he'd look in the Geelong jumper. <sighs> yeah. Want to it does solve a problem. If, if he did get to Geelong, it does solve a problem that's for Frio, though. That's a fantastic pickup for Geelong. Jacks, uh, and also Jackson can then just be a ruckman, which he is not a bloody forward. There's plenty of clubs that would want Darcy. If he comes out and says, I'm oh. going to leave, I reckon you'd have 13 clubs going, we'll take you. What do you want? Um, Collingwood, <laughs> Geelong, uh, St Kilda don't need one, Bulldogs don't need one, Melbourne don't need one, Port Adelaide. <laughs> they've, got their, they've got their number one Ruckman playing for 
for the Magpies in Lysa. It has he to has come to in. come back it in. Has to come in this week. Well, you, you cannot let um, Bryn take all take on uh, Gorn and uh, Grundy. We'll, we'll get to the court game. I, oh, I'll sorry. Skip. No, no, no. Sorry. No, no, no Danny, don't apologise, mate. That was my mistake. I've got ahead of the curve there. Um, there's a glaring issue at St Kilda. At St Kilda. At you have to timestamp that. You're apologising. It's extraordinary. I'll take it fucking back as quick as you can say, move on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thought that was going to be another Caesar analogy nah, then. I didn't have anything. Um, there's a glaring problem at Sydney, one that we spoke of last year. Last year, I got ridiculed by a few of our listeners saying I'm an idiot. Mm. Buddy Franklin should not be in a Sydney Guernsey. They have who should he be playing for? Whoever the, there's fucking seventeen other clubs he could be at. North Melbourne could be there. You get a game for him. Could be anywhere because he is not helping. Get a game for Hawthorne at the moment too. Sydney now, and he's taking a chunk of money yep. that could have been put aside to keep someone there that. Might leave next year because they've been a bit disgruntled. Well, Amity Dry will surely leave <coughs> at the end of the year. Look, uh, only our South Australian or, or block viewers would understand who you're calling Amity Dry. Who you're calling Amarate. Amarate, is that how you say it? I don't know, but since he, since he did his hammy, uh, I don't know how long he's going to be out for. But Logan McDonald's out for a good whack now. So they're going to need either Buddy to finally... Did you see how long for a sprained ankle, Logan McDonald? It's a sprained ankle. Yeah, but they say sprained ankle. It's clearly a break. No. Could it, you, do you know what I got told when I was younger, when I did the ligaments in the ankle, the doctor said, you'd be better off breaking it. I was like, how so? Oh. So I'll put you in a cast and you'll be good to go in six weeks because with the ligaments, you have to still walk on it. It's yeah. swollen, all that shit. The ligaments actually can be worse than a break. So if he's strained badly, the ligaments, I love it how they call it sprained ankle. It just sounds soft as shit. Six to eight weeks for a sprained ankle. If someone said like 12 weeks for a corker, you'd be like, fucking soft. But you're like, oh, hematoma, bleed in the leg. Oh, yeah. Sprained ankle is one of those ones that needs to be changed. Should just be ligament damage. Torn ligaments, ankle. Yeah. Ankle Rico. Um, Buddy, now this week, um, if he's not kicking five goals, they're not winning. You don't have Logan McDonald. You don't have um, Amity Dry, as you call him. They they need Buddy to yeah, essentially. Well, they need Buddy to stand up, and when he's holding his hand out for that big paycheck that he demanded, and everyone's going, oh, he's not getting paid as much as they say. He's definitely getting the seven hundred at least. Could, could Sydney drop this week? Who are they playing? North. Where? Marvel. Oh no. Nah. No, nah. Buddy could kick ten, and we look like dickheads saying how he should retire. But um, no, could they? No, could they? What are the odds? Uh, <laughs> Six dollars and five kangaroos. No, they're worth the sneaky. There's no way that North Melbourne, West Coast, or Hawthorne are going out there to win at the moment. Oh, either Hawthorne or West Coast will win this week. Actually. They're playing each other. No, let's get to it. Um, The Harley Reid Cup, which it's already been touted as, they reckon he's going to go number one. He he got concussed on the weekend in the under under Australian All Australian game versus some VFL team, Uh, but concussed and was Was off straight away. Was it a combined 
No, I think it was the Bulldogs Resi side they played against. Yeah, right. Uh, but got concussed, came off, so no one got to see him strut his stuff because he likely oh, would have no. had 28 contested possessions and looked like a dynamite. But uh, those three clubs not only need him, but desperately want him. Now, every year we talk about it. It's Once in a generational player? It's not this... Anyone that goes, oh, they're tanking. There's, don't even say the word tanking because it means fucking nothing. What clubs are going to do? They're going to, oh, we'll play our younger players, we'll make moves... They're not necessarily going out there to lose, but they're not they're not walking up on game day going, oh, let's get out there and win this. Players might be. Fucking coaches, admin, they're not. So you've got the reason why I bring this up is because today we had the release of the NBA lotto. So all the clubs that didn't make the playoffs have their chances and they they literally call them vouchers, don't they? They're vouchers for the lotto. Um, and how many balls they have in the um, bucket when they're drawn out. So I think number one was Detroit. I reckon they had the best chance. They had 18% of the field all the way down to someone like um, OKC has like 1.8%. So they might have one ball in there. There's got to come a point where they go, they have to do a lottery yep. for the AFL because West Coast, the fact that West Coast are not bottom shocked me. When I, saw, when I looked at the ladder before, I was like, yeah. Hawthorne's last. Like, they're not the worst team, though. And I could argue, like, until like the sun comes out, the West Coast ago, are worse than Hawthorne by a country mile. A couple of weeks ago, pushed Adelaide in Tassie. Yeah. To the... Look. Yet somehow they're last. Yeah. They're, they're below West Coast. Give me a fucking spell. There's no way I'd they're going to try and win anymore. I'd be interested in as a that. Supporter, as a supporter, would, if you're a Hawthorne supporter, take a side... Where you know where you're at now, and the logical supporters. I'm not talking yeah. about those diehards that think they can still win every game and make the eight. The logical supporters will go, there is no reason for us to win another game. Eh, I'm not sure whether that's logical or not. Why? Well, <clears throat> yeah. If they win a few more games and finish third... Like, I understand why you say it's logical, but... Because of the Do you want fans going barracking for their team to lose? Well, they're not going to go barracking. But they're not going to sit there at the game and go leave the game going, oh, fuck, I'm devastated we lost. Because yeah. it's realistic. And you'd be going, you know what? If we keep losing, look, the season's done. The season was done after round five. Fuck, if we finish bottom, we'll get Harley Reid. Mm. And you add him into Newcomb, Will Day, um, all these young kids we've got coming through. Is it Bramble? Yep. Brumble, Bramble, Bramble. And you go, oh, actually, I might get inside. I might get excited in 2026, yep. 2027. Right now. And I reckon they only have to look at Adelaide who had a, like, yeah, we've been bad, but we've had a couple of shockers. But it's a, it's a top to bottom rebuild and it's five years. Oh. Hawthorne? No, no, what Adelaide's done. Look, oh, yeah. Like, I know, I know it's only... It's actually, it's a quicker rebuild than people have probably... We're, we're, I know we're only coach. nine rounds in, but but we had ten wins last year. Yeah, so we were already re- the rebound, had, the the rebuild yeah. had started. It was just a couple of bad losses. People discounted the ten wins, yeah. and they focused on bad losses. Now Hawthorne traded out experience, and they're bottoming out. And this could be that I don't think last year was their worst bottom out. This year, oh no, man. but you know who who is no no, but but Hawthorne bottom. Hawthorne has still got blokes that need to go though. This leads me to my next comment. 
Oh, West Coast. The team that still has not bottomed out is West Coast. Yeah. They've got 10 guys on their list that are taking up probably that, that about, 50% of their cap. That are cap. about 45 years old each. Not only they're old, they're not performing. Like, it's not like Geelong where you've got old players, but they're performing. Uh, at least with Elliot Yo can't get on the park. At least Gaff with West Coast. But at least with West Coast, those older blokes actually won them a flag not very long ago. In 2018? North Melbourne That's a couple of years ago. Though. North Melbourne a couple of weeks ago were playing against the side. Oh yeah, but it's so much more experienced. North Melbourne were older than them. Than who? I don't know the team they played. <laughs> I can't bloody remember who I, it was. I love it when you bring bring a, a good, might have been against Port. You bring a good stat to the table, but then to back it up, you don't have it. Oh, I was having a bad day that day. Um, can't remember. I think it might have been Port. Port's yeah. average age again. I did. Oh no, that was last week. Well, the. The thing that's actually, the thing that is the biggest West Coast issue right now is they haven't fully bottomed out yet. They're probably going to finish bottom or second bottom, and then we have compromised drafts coming up. Oh, horrendous yeah, we, time for it to happen. There isn't. Yeah, there's clubs right now that are fucked. Um, yeah. clubs which could be super fucked, believe it or not, is is a Geelong, who in three or four years when. Their guys all go, right, we're retiring and maybe they start yep. bottoming out. They're entering um, they're well, entering that draft. I think West Coast plan of attack should maybe... But West Coast don't have draft picks either. Yeah, but their plan of attack needs to be right. This bloke, we've got him. We're trading him. Get yeah, but who, who's going to take Gaff's contract right now? No one. Because he, he's not worth what he's dishing up. Yeah, right. Um McGovern. Oh, because that was, that was huge years, wasn't it? Yeah, North Melbourne offering a million a year and he stayed at West Coast for yeah. six years on eight, nine hundred grand. He is not worth five hundred grand right now. Yeah. You know the only person that's probably got a bit of currency is one of their youngest up-and-coming stars, is Oscar Allen. There's mm. no one else in that side. Like, Kelly's not going to leave. He wanted to get to WA, he'll retire yeah. there, and they're going to have to pay that money that they, they gave out for him. But you've got, you've got Dom Sheed's... Coming to an end. Shannon Hearn's done. Um, Elliot Yo's fucked. Um, McGovern's cooked. Nat Nui's cooked. Nat Nui, they extended for two years. We said this last year that we couldn't believe they Hadn't did Hadn't played that. a game in five. Hasn't he? played a game yet. He got an extension. It's, it's, whoever their list manager is needs to be shot in the AFL terms. Not, not literally, because that's a bit harsh, but... The other thing with West Coast it was is Craig Vosso, wasn't it? But didn't he, uh, didn't he a CEO at Essendon there? I don't know. Maybe he ruined him and left. But we can look at that up and speak about it next week. But um, the th- one thing that has been actually bugging me as somebody watching from the outside with West Coast is everyone keeps talking about, oh, they've got these injury, poor West Coast. They keep getting injuries. They keep getting injuries. You know who's not getting all these injuries? Teams that are fit? Teams that are fit and teams that are being managed well. Melbourne, Adelaide aren't having heavy injuries. Collingwood have got injuries, but it's just to of key personnel. It's not like they've yeah. got an injury list of 20. And, and impact, yeah. but impact injuries that... Geelong? Yeah. So this isn't the first year West Coast has had abhorrent injuries. This is the second year. But if you actually look back before but last but year... they've they had plenty of well. years of blokes rocking up to pre-season training, 15 kegs overweight. Exactly. So when it... And I don't want to hammer Adam Simpson because everyone knows the coach necessarily isn't the number one person. 
you've got a high performance team, you've got assistant coaches, you've got a list manager, you've got a lot of people that no one is really questioning. Well, the Victorian media aren't. Who knows what the WA media are? Mm. But there is a there is a club Seem, there. seems like the WA media are like oh poor West Coast, but, but they nah, the no, the Perth media have always been West cre- Coast. Yeah, but you with, with footy you create your own luck. Like, it's not unlucky for three years to have the amount of injuries they had. All of a sudden, luck is out the window. There is something at the core. Systemically wrong. wrong. Well, there's something wrong. There's, they're not fit enough, which we all know that probably isn't. But they're old. They haven't been managed right. Mm. But, but you're spot on. They are going to get worse. They're going to get worse at the worst time. Yeah. Like it could be a decade before you see West Coast come good again. Could be more because Tassie are going to take pretty happy for the Tassie purple haze if they can take heed of that. Yeah, I mean, any clubs that don't have any clubs that have t- traded out future picks over the last eighteen months, they could be in a bit of trouble now that Tassie are in, and they're going to get a shit shitload of a leg up draft way, mm. not as much as or, the previous or, compromise drafts, or will they? No, they've already said compared to Gold Coast and. GWS. GWS, that they're not going to get the as big a draft concessions. Yeah. Um, no, I'm just saying, that will the, the Tassie thing, will the Tassie thing go ahead? Well, if Jackie Lambie has anything to do with it, and all her, and all her looms, absolutely not. See, oh, look, I will say one thing: they're like, oh, you can't spend all this money on a stadium when people can't even buy their groceries. Well, that's a different matter because. There's a lot of different factors going into making groceries and power bills going up. There's an invisible thing called inflation that we hear of um, that people use as an excuse to jack shit up. But do they realise the tourism dollars that are going to come in having a stadium built? Well, they need... I will go down there in the They should realise it because it's a state built on tourism. We're talking about Tassie. No, but it's just... No, Tassie. Have you ever been to Tassie? No, no, I'm talking about Tasmanian people. Yeah. (laughs) Tassie people get a bad rap. Oh, here we yeah. go. We're going to Cowan to bat for the Daredevils. Daredevils. Yeah, I said that last week. I thought it'd continue. Yeah, yeah. another great analogy. All right, go. Um, no, it it is the best place I've ever been to. Say that again. The level of hospitality. You've been to Vegas. You've been to New York. Yeah, Vegas. You've, shit. You've been to Kittens. What's Kittens? North Melbourne. Oh, the South Melbourne Ballet. Twenty-four. Red, I'm not going to say the address, but um, the you, you, I haven't been to Tassie. Now, Tassie's I was excited fantastic. about Tassie coming Tassie's in. Tassie's fantastic. I might go down there for round one. I might yep. do something. I'll be there round one when they come in. in well, as long as Jackie Lambie doesn't get her way. I mean, it have got to be alive. It seems like 28 years away. Right. No, isn't it 28? 20, 28, yeah. <laughs> it's a while away. <laughs> it's five years away, mate. Jackie Lambie gathered up all her fellow... <laughs> We hate the fucking New now, World Order. Now, they were talking about 6,500 people. But 6,500... It's only 3,250... 6,500 people. Did we see anyone under the age of 60 at that rally? Yeah. Like, like, oh, all these people don't want it. You mean all the fuddy-duddies that yeah. have have halted the progression of the state for the last yeah. 30 years? Yeah. Who gives a fuck what they think? Yeah. They're not going to be voting at the next election, so... 
But they think, oh, it's just the stadium. No, it's not just the stadium. You'll build a precinct around it. You'll have bars. You'll have restaurants. Uh, and uh, accommodation. And funnily you enough, know what the, and funnily enough, the precinct's already there. Yeah. But you know what that brings in? Fucking dollars to your state. Yep. It's called investing, you dumb cunt. Um, you dumb fuckers. <laughs> we went three what? weeks without saying the C bomb. Well, no, I, I did. did. I did. I did it last week or the week before. What's wrong, Jimmy? We got. Should we put a fine system in place? Oh, well, no. <laughs> it's going to cost me a fortune. It'll cost one of us a fortune. <laughs> Maybe a joint fortune. Um, yeah, it's called investing. And, yeah, you might get bled now, but in future, in yeah. in the future, you will have tourism dollars coming in. Oh, I think something for it, they... You get... No, you the the amount they were talking about um, in the stadium, uh, it was too shallow. 22,000 or something. Um, no, wasn't it 30? No, no, in the 20s. Was you mean, it? You mean stadium capacity? Yeah. Yeah, not in the 30s. Like 28, 29,000. Yeah, see, so I reckon that's shy. Like, I know the state's only got a population of a million. But you know what they should do? They should build something that can hold 40. You may not fill 40 every week. Don't, yep. don't try and build something that's going to have a max capacity every week. Build something that you can build up to. Because yep. what's the point of building your fan base, fan base so much that you go, like, we've got 38,000 members, but and only 28,000 come every week. don't go the same thing as every other stadium where it's just all, all tiered seating and that. Do, Concrete jungle. Yeah, but do decks where, where you have an area where it's like a big open bar area. Like yeah, have, at have the a back, but not on the inside. What? what are you, where are you going to put a fucking deck? Well, the, like at the Gold Coast... At the Gold Coast, there's these areas... Yeah, the Gold Coast is 30 degrees every week without a fucking drop or without an ounce of wind. Can't do that in Tassie. Why not? Because it's the wettest, coldest place in you Australia. Know? No. You can't what put I'm, a, What, what I'm put, saying... Put instead a deck there so you can you, get some sun. No. You are a moron. <laughs> you are dead set brain dead. I dead set the listeners aren't thinking that right now. Fucking no. You and them can all go so get on, stuffed. On, go on, say your decking story. Instead of instead of having all tiered seating, have an lot, area. Lot Optus, you mean? Like it's just a concrete coliseum. Yeah. Yeah. Like have areas where it's standing room, and have a different like. Just don't go to the normal tiered seating. Don't thing. be the average stadium. Yeah, like you can fit in more people in an area that hasn't got. If you've just got a standing area. Maybe you could have an area just like grass, like at the hill. And they could have sheep. Oh yeah. And yeah, hill hill's gonna be handy. Yeah. You just said how there's no sun. And you wanna and you wanna put a grass hill in. Doesn't even realise I'm taking the piss. <laughs> it needs a concrete jungle. Just needs seeding. Oh yeah. Concrete jungle. Somewhere something that's cold. Yep, that's gonna be great. You've lost your Going to have underfloor heating in it, are you? Oh, why don't we make it... Why don't we put fucking flowers coming out the bloody roof? Let's have... Let's have also Let's have a bloody... Uh, I don't know. Geranium? <laughs> what, what are you saying? We've sidetracked. Pe- people people can't see the, the hand signals you're doing, mate. I, I haven't done any hand signals. Oh. Yes, you have. Don't lie. Yeah, this don't, one, calling you a wanker. Everyone know what that hand signal is right don't now. Don't lie. All right, this is getting this is starting to be a rivalry that is uh, consistent with Clarko v Mitchell. G whiz did not miss who Clarko or Mitchell. 
No, Clark. Who gives a stuff what Mitchell says? He's a moron. But Clarko, with that, uh, the um, when he said about the, um, why don't you inv- go and investigate Hawthorne? They're the one mob that's caused all this. Oh, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Oh, what have I missed? Well, Hawthorne um, and Mitchell have a stink on with um, Clarko because Clarko does a speech for the Academy, the, the Academy Awards? products. No, no, the Academy oh, yep. players coming through. Oh. And he told a story, which he tells, obviously it's a go-to story for him, and to him, and to most people who aren't precious fucking babies, see it as a bit of a redemption back against the wall, I stood up and did my job story of Sam Mitchell. Yep. So he was never gifted, and I can attest to this, because he ca- he was almost coming to West Adelaide, West Adelaide Football Club before oh, was he was drafted. So he missed out on the draft. Played at Box Hill for a year. He was going to come to Westies under Borchie. And it fell through. He, he signed on with Box Hill for another year. Had a good year. Got picked up by... Got Hawthorne. rookie listed. Exactly. So he wasn't drafted. He wasn't on top pick. So Clarko's story is his early grand finals weren't his best work. He went back, grinded, got super fit, became a match-winning grand finalist midfielder and helped him win the last couple of flags. And... To any person that doesn't have any meat in the game, in this fracas between Clarko and Hawthorne, Clarko and Mitchell, would sit there and say that it's just a story of him trying to motivate these young guys going, it's don't let the start yeah, of their career yeah, determine. If you, if you if don't, if you don't, if it doesn't happen, if, that doesn't yeah. mean it's not going. If you work your ass off, you yeah. can become what Sam Mitchell did. Yeah. But apparently Hawthorne and Mitchell have taken the, taken the offence. Oh. They think they think Clarko's having a dig now. Yeah, I say this though now. They might know Clarko better than we do. Yeah. <laughs> and it could very well be what they think it is. But I think the relationship but is that fucked that that's but, what it's always but why it's not, be looked at. But why not why not <laughs> <laughs> if anyone heard that thump, that was my knee and I think I've just done an ACL. Um why not like Hawthorne have got bigger things to worry about oh. than something like that. Like, how about how about you get your players to get a kick? That's that every time you fuck up and you, the camera goes to Mitchell and he's just got his hands on his head. <laughs> like, um, but seriously, you've got bigger fish to fry than worrying about what Clarko's saying to academy players, which is essentially a true story. Yeah, and you may see the offence to it, but it could be there could be pl- there are players sitting there listening going. Okay, so Sam Mitchell didn't start strong, but I know how the fuck Sam Mitchell finished and I know yep. where he is now. Yep. That's because he worked hard. Now, if kids walk out of that meeting going, oh, I listened to this story of Clarko telling us how shit Mitchell was and then he became good. Yeah, that was a story just hanging shit. And no player's going to walk out yeah, of there thinking and, that. And then, if, and then in six months' time, that kid doesn't get drafted. He, blame, blame he, knows, he knows draft night that, that, well, it's not all over. No, I think... Um, I think uh, Hawthorne and Sam Mitchell need to just get the fuck over it. Yeah. The reason being, you know, Clark has said he's not going to the 10-year reunion. Mm. Now, if that's a club official one, maybe not. I'm sure there would be some sort of players only, uh, players and coaches only piss up that they'll do because every club does do that. But if there is a um, an official club one, I could understand why Clark wouldn't want to go. 
Fagan wouldn't want to fucking go either because of the club that's just hung him out to dry with this report that is essentially going nowhere. Um, yeah, I reckon they. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be going to it either. Would you? I didn't get an invite. <laughs> You're a dickhead. Would you be going to it if you were Clarko? No. No. You can't. I wouldn't be going to it. No. I could go back there and say, hey guys, how are you? Good, good. Yeah, have you been? Oh, I've been great since you fucking burnt me at the stake without giving me a say. Yeah. I've been great. Yeah. So, no. No, I, you can't. I, I totally agree. We've spoken about everything bar the results this week. There wasn't that many big results, was there? Oh, sorry. I take that back. A team that I put a line through, which everyone has, they played their best game in the last two years. That was Richmond. Yeah, that was. That was in saying that, if Geelong kicks straight early, really? I don't. I, I don't. Think and you say win. a team that you put a line through. Well, that's pretty sure you tipped them, didn't you? Me? Yeah. Nah. Did you back them on the tab? Nah. Oh. Huh. Maybe some live bets when they went out to eight or nine to one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did, but uh, not not before the game. Um, Richmond had a good win, but uh, the only real result that would have maybe gone, oh shit, I didn't expect that was was Frio. But I did. We did say last week. I thought it was a much closer game than people were going to give it credit for, and the reason being Sydney are that shit. Uh, but the one game we did speak of, which we said was going to be an absolute rort, was. Gold Coast versus West Coast. Mm. The Battle of the Coasters. Um, Gold Coast did what they probably wouldn't have done in the last 10 years, and that's a game that they should belt someone. They've gone to WA. Proper live kill. Gold Coast to WA is a mongrel of a trip. Don't tip Gold Coast this week. Whoever Gold Coast are playing will beat them. Because that trip back from... That trip... Oh, they're playing Brisbane. Yeah. Yeah. Most people tip them them anyway. But... um, the trip back, that's a big haul, but they've gone there, they've got the job done. Rao ate some grass um, and fucking dominated. Mm-hmm. It was good. Um, just, that was his, be- I reckon that's the best game he's ever played. Yes, he's playing against a waffle the side, but... R- rookie of the Year nomination for Young Humphrey. Humphrey, well. yeah. So, uh, Gold Coast got it done. Frio had a very good win on Saturday. Um, Port did what they should have done. Belted North Melbourne. Melbourne... Put the cue in the rack at half time. You would have thought, and went, "We'll just, we'll just sit on that for a bit," and made it a little bit interesting in the third quarter. And then went, "Oh, that's right, we have got to play a bit of footy." <laughs> Blew them out of the water. Uh, Brisbane over Essendon. I don't think anyone was predicting that Essendon were going to win that. No. That was a good win in the end. Danaher, give him credit. He's changed his ways the last couple of weeks. He's had a couple of good bags. Yeah. Well, is he, is he let's playing, see how he's. Is he this week. close to the goal? Um. No, he kicked. Yeah, I was going to say he kicked a couple of bombs, didn't he? He, he looks to have a different demeanour. So at the first three games, he's a different. He's a different cat. He's a different cat. But you know when someone's under pressure, they tend to laugh. Yeah, and laugh it off. He looks very intense the last month. I don't know if someone's been in his ear or if he's gone right. I need to pull my finger out here because he he's been a different player the last month. So good on him. Uh, Carlton shut the bed. Um, had a putrid first half. They got they actually hit the lead and then shut the bed again. Uh, St Kilda and... Uh, Adelaide were irresistible. St Kilda and GWS, yeah, didn't put up a fight. But um, Collingwood, geez, that Queen's birthday weekend coming up. So, they're, the, so they're sitting top of the ladder. Top of the ladder. Game clear. Game clear. Haven't played. They're the only team in the eight that haven't played one of 
North Melbourne, at least one of North they Melbourne. They haven't played the Dunces yet. Have not played North Melbourne, West Coast or Hawthorne. Horror shit. They've played. Well, let's, let's just quickly talk about an upcoming game. It's in a couple of weeks, but every year for a long time, for the last 15 years, the Queen's birthday weekend really hasn't been a huge game. Like, it's always been huge because it was on Queen's birthday. But we're going to have but, damn but, near but, uh, top V second on Queen's birthday for the first yeah. time ever yeah. since the concert. King, King's birthday, mate. Still Queen's birthday weekend. No, it's not. Well, the King isn't born on that fucking date. So Neither so. was the Queen. Yeah, but it's the Queen's birthday holiday weekend. It Is it? Has not been changed. Is it? Yeah. Mm. What does it say? No idea. I'm not looking at it. Well, you're wrong. Just because you say I'm wrong doesn't mean no, no, I'm wrong. No, no, no. I looked it up the other week because I knew you'd try and pull me up on this, you dick brain. Queen's birthday dick, weekend. Dick brain. Haven't changed yet. Anyway. Well, when you, is it? Hey, hey, hey. Can we come back to the actual topic at hand? If you want to. There's a fair chance there could be 100,000 there. What's the biggest Queen's birthday weekend crowd? <sighs> it might have been 78, yeah, like, 80. Like, yeah. You're going to have and one. And that would have... and. That's definitely a Collingwood yeah. home game, not never a Melbourne game. Like you're going to have top v second, whether it's Melbourne or Collingwood. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter yeah. who's top though. It, the other it, one's it going to be change. second. Yeah, yeah. It could change the next couple of weeks. You're going to have top v second on a public holiday on a Monday at the G. That that could go close to a hundred thousand because it's no longer just oh we're going to is go it, see is our it, town. So is that the big freeze day? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Right. Yep. It, it, like, I'm, I'm thinking about packing my bags and going over that weekend. Packing your bags? Well, uh, I've got the kids on Sunday. Great to mum's Monday morning. Yeah, maybe I will. Um, <laughs> that, that's going to be an absolute massive game. Um, we are skipping few, skipping ahead, but that is... If you're a, a football enthusiast, a real football nuffy, you're looking at the top of the table clash on a public holiday standalone game, that's going to be fucking huge. Yeah. Yeah, good, good to get your thoughts on that one, Daniel. Yeah, no, I agree. It will be huge. Well, let's just let, 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 let's finish this. It's about uh, a month away and you're already doing the preview for us. So. I was only talking about it the other day. With oh, so earlier than today you were talking to someone about it? Yeah, because I saw the... I saw, wow. I saw six, six weeks out is previewing a game. Six weeks out. It's about two weeks out, dick brain. Oh. But um, this week's game, Friday night, Melbourne v Port. I spoke to a Port... Um, well, Mick Kanopka, call him a Port Nuffy. <laughs> he said, oh, geez, if we get within eight goals, I'll be happy. I said, excuse me, this is uh, second v fourth. Because we've got no forward line. Marshall's out, Dixon's out. We've got no one. I was like, oh. Already given up, Mick? Yeah. Come on. It's a good game, I think, though. Maybe we are, we'll be able to see Mick on the telly this week. If you're listening, Mick, uh, the greatest thing I've seen on AFL lately is you running down to the fence against Melbourne. It was against Melbourne, remember? And... Telling, uh, I think it was Langdon, to enjoy his two, two pi- forearm up his ass. <laughs> two, two pies, one with sauce. <laughs> uh, North Melbourne, Sydney. You're you're going to back the odds of six fifty North Melbourne. There should be tens, but you're going to back that. Um, sorry, I've forgotten another ripper game. Bulldogs v Adelaide in Ballarat. It'll be minus seventy eight degrees, so there'll be a lot of. It'll be blowing a gale. We should take. We should take a. Um, Odds on how many people are going to be wearing long sleeves in that game. I dare say ten. The ten, the line bet of ten point five would be a good bet. Uh, Frio, sorry, 
Wallyup. How do you say Frio's new well, indigenous name? Wallyup. Wallyup, you're down. Um, versus Geelong at Optus Stadium. Fuck, it's not exactly. That's a, it. Could be a danger game for Geelong. Uh, you have the um, the Q clash on Brisbane and Gold Coast. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Still Brisbane. called the Q clash. Yeah. Just noticed that they they weren't referring to the the. Uh, the uh, GWS Sydney game they weren't referring to as the Battle of the Bridge. They only they kept on calling it the Derby. Yeah, they seem to be taking away those um, novelty names. Well, see, them. I'm calling it the Q Clash. The Swans never, the Swans never accepted the Battle of the who, Bridge who gives a fuck because they because they were like, well, just because we're Eastern Suburbs doesn't mean all our supporters are from the East. Call it the Soft Drink Cup, the Battle of the Cola Specialists. Yeah. Um, That's right. Oh. I forgot about this too with Sir Douglas Nicholas Round. Essendon Richmond. Oh, yeah. The, at the G on Saturday night. Yeah. Oh, what do they call it? Dreamtime. Dreamtime. Um, after Richmond that'll, knocking that'll off Geelong, that's all of a sudden become Richmond a very are right tough in that. Game. That's a tough game to tip now. You have to tip Richmond. Is there whispers of Lynch back this week? Jew. Uh, I reckon he had six weeks. I reckon he's been out for maybe five. Yeah, be close. Dusty played his best game for the club since his Norm Smith heroics, I reckon, on the weekend. Best push in the back that didn't get paid ever. Uh, <laughs> most definitely. Um, and then we have one of the all-time fizzlers of the round, and that is... The Harley Reid Cup. That is part one of the Harley Reid Cup. Yeah, Hawthorne just quietly. West Coast. Just quietly. Is there a bit quietly of Foxen? Or, or loudly. Or loudly, whatever. Is there a bit of Foxen from Hawthorne? Is, is Sam Mitchell actually... Actually positive for COVID? Absolutely not. It just, it oh, just, I've got COVID. Is, I'll is give this it to a reason to, to drop six blokes? I'll give it to my assistant and oh, yep. I've got seven And I'll give it to another out. eight players and, and then we'll get Harley Reid. West Coast still won't win. $3.70. Oh, it should be ducking. It should be eight. Um, Carlton Collingwood at the G. Oh, Collingwood in the canter. Tough road ahead for Carlton. Yep. Um, Their next four. Horrendous. And we're going to round out with probably the most boring game of the round, which on paper excites me as much as two male dwarfs. If going Toby at Green's it, and that's GWS. If Toby Green's back, yeah. if Toby Green's back, GWS win that. I think GWS win anyway. Oh, okay. Did you not like my analogy then? Uh, what was it? Said so that's going to be about as too entertaining as <laughs> two too male entertaining? Two, what? two male dwarfs going at it. Yeah, get fucked. Another Reaper analogy from the sea. Oh, it sounded better at the time. Okay. Well, are we due? We're due. Is it stumps? Yeah, it's close enough. Due. Good listening. Good listening? Sorry. Good chatting to you tonight. Oh, it was good listening to you. It was very unfiltered as we like it. Very as we were at the bar. It's because you're pissed, I reckon. Pissed? Yeah. I've had a couple of reds. I'm pissed. I've had half a mouthful of uh, Ashton Hills Pinot. And Jimmy, the resident uh, hotel... Are you even a manager or are you just a full-timer? Venue manager. <laughs> Shut up, you're on air. Good night, everyone. I've had a good night. Hope you all enjoyed it. Farewell, Lukey. See ya. Goodbye. Bye. See ya. See ya. Oh. See ya, Lukey. <laughs>